Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 107 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, covering the week of April the 11th to April the 17th, the week of Easter. And today we're going to conclude our study of some of the Old Testament prophecies uh, of the Son of God. Um, obviously, I don't think this is an exhaustive list, uh, a list that covers all, all of the things which were said about the coming of the Messiah. Uh, well, I know it isn't, but um, what we do have here are some verses which perhaps are the ones that you may recognise as things that link to what happened to the Saviour's life and that were fulfilled uh, in his life and fulfilled these prophecies about the Son of God. So we'll continue uh, into the book of Psalms, and there's quite a few uh, in Psalms. In Psalms uh, chapter 22, there's a couple it, itself. In Psalm twenty-two sixteen, it says, For dogs have compassed me, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me, they pierced my hands and my feet. I mean, I don't need to really go into much about the New Testament's uh, parallel or application here, that the Saviour was pierced in his hands and in his feet. And not only was he pierced in his hands and in his feet, but though when he was resurrected, those prints in his hands and his feet stayed, which of course is interesting because we know that in the resurrection that our bodies will be perfected, that there will be no fault or any blemish on our bodies. But the saviour of the, of the world, the saviour of mankind, who did take upon himself the sins and sufferings and sicknesses of the world, um, he did have those prints in his hands and his feet, and they did stay even after he was resurrected as a token of what the sacrifice that he had made. Um, so that is obviously a very important point. In verse 18 of uh, Psalms 22, it says, They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. Again, uh, very literally fulfilled when uh, the Roman soldiers cast lots upon the Saviour's uh, raiments as well. Um Moving forward uh, into Psalm chapter 90, six, uh, 69, verse 21, it says, They gave me also gall for my meat, and in, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Now, this is referred to uh, in Matthew chapter 27 when he is on the cross. Uh, and this was this one I did a little bit more kind of study behind. Uh, in verse 34, it says, They gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. I was interested, though, to know what gall was. I mean, I'm, I, well, I, didn't, I haven't studied this, but I presume the vinegar they referred to was the vinegar, or, well, perhaps not the vinegar we know today, but something similar, uh, perhaps. Um, but the gall, uh, I was actually not too sure what it was. And the Hebrew um, that the, the word gall comes from is orosh, which um, refers to bitterness and it refers to uh, poison as well or venom. Uh, generally, it is considered uh, that, one, that a plant that it is perhaps the, the same as is hemlock poison, uh, a, a plant that is extremely bitter and has a toxicity as well. Um, when you look at the word rosh and how, when it's used in other places in the Bible, uh, it it does refer to uh, poison of serpents or or gall or toxic uh, 
things. And so what the Saviour was given on the cross, mingled with vinegar, may well have had a toxicity to it, certainly a bitterness to it. Uh, just basically, I think what it's meant to connotate is um, is malicious or intent that is, um, in, that is bitter. And so um, this is clearly something which, you know, if you're, if you're suffering through that agony on the cross and you, then you're given that to drink, uh, it's clearly not meant to be to quench your thirst. It's something which is to increase your torment or to cause, cause further problems. And when you think about it as well, when we think of the Saviour's atonement and his suffering, uh, he refers to the bitter cup. Uh, and of course, that may be a reference to that as well uh, in Psalm 69, 21. Uh, and it just gives you a sense of the fact that even though he's going through all these horrible things, there is unkind um, things given to him uh, to consume as well. Um, the saviour of mankind went through so much for us. Jesus suffered so much for you and for me. Uh, including these these things which were were horrible and 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 wrong to the taste almost in psalms one hundred and eighteen verse twenty two uh, another one with uh, a prophecy that we read is the stone which the builds the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. We refer to christ as as the chief cornerstone um and this is just a direct reference to that, uh, that he became the chief cornerstone, even though the builders refused him. And in this sense, the builders would be those who led the church in Christ's time, those who were looking for the Messiah, uh, but did not uh, receive him. In Matthew 21, verse 42, Jesus makes this reference in saying, did you never read this in the scriptures? The stone which is which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvellous in our eyes. Um, this uh, this verse uh, that I just referred to in Matthew uh, is when he is um, reminding his disciples that he would be rejected. And that and it's interesting that, of course, when it does happen that they are um, greatly sorrowed and it all seems lost to them, even though that Jesus himself did teach that he would be rejected, he would go through this suffering um but perhaps they didn't quite understand to what extent that meant or you know believe that he would ever leave them um in isaiah chapter 25 verse 8 uh, it says he shall swallow up death in victory and the lord god will wipe away the tears from off all faces and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth for the lord has spoken it again here is a, a pretty uh, clear link to what happened in the life of the Saviour, or, or at least the uh, the, the mission uh, and of the Saviour, uh, because he did swallow uh, death. He did the the grave was conquered, um, and he did walk again on this earth, not as a as a Lazarus figure who was brought back from the dead, but as someone who had passed through the bands, uh, passed through the portal of death, the grave. And he did break the bands of that death, never to die again, um, which then, of course, leads us to Daniel chapter 12, verse 2, which says, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. 
uh, we know that, and this is probably not referred to very often, um, that when the Saviour was resurrected, um, or when the uh, the atonement was complete, um, the graves, graves were opened. Um, in verse fifty-two and fifty-three of Matthew twenty-seven, it says, "And the graves were opened, which many and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many." This is something we don't refer to very often. The fact that the Saviour, yes, was resurrected and he appeared to a number of people. But it wasn't just the Saviour that appeared to many to, to a number of people. In fact, to many people, resurrected beings appeared to them. Uh, and they were witnesses to the Saviour's resurrection and to the great miracle that had taken place. Um, so, it, again, we, we have just many things that were that were referred to in the old testament which we see fulfilled in in the in christ coming he is the son of god he is the redeemer of the world i testify of that i know that to be true um the scriptures testify of this but more importantly as well just as importantly i would say the holy spirit can make it make it known to us as well i'm grateful for that and i'm grateful for the opportunity that we have to study this more deeply as we come closer to the day of easter Thank you so much for listening to the study today. Uh, Please join the Facebook group to share your comments on what you've studied. And until we meet again.